Hey there, welcome to ATL and 29, a Peachtree Hoops podcast where we look at the NBA from the starting point of Atlanta. And the NBA did start in Atlanta this morning for reasons that they did not want. Uh, John Collins has been suspended for 25 games for the usage of an illegal supplement. Uh, I'm going to speak with Zach Hood of Peachtree Hoops. We had a nice conversation that I just finished recording with him a few minutes ago. But before I turn it over to the audio of me speaking with Zach, let me just read the statements from both John Collins and Travis Schlenk on the matter. Uh, First from John, first, I want to apologize to my teammates, the Hawks organization, our fans, partners, and community as a whole for this situation. I understand the impact this matter has on what we are trying to achieve together this season, and I am incredibly frustrated and disappointed in myself for putting all of us in this position. I have always been incredibly careful about what I put in my body, but I took a supplement which, unbeknownst to me, has been contaminated with an illegal component. I plan to fight my suspension in arbitration so I can get back on the court as soon as possible and continue to contribute to our 2019-20 campaign. And from Travis Schlenk, on behalf of the entire Hawks organization, we are disappointed to learn that John put himself in an unfortunate situation and violated the league's anti-drug policy. We hold ourselves and each of our players to high standard, and we are committed to supporting John as he learns from this setback and continues to grow as both a player and a person. Head coach Lloyd Pierce and I have both talked to him, and we believe that he is truly remorseful for his actions. We will provide John with support on and off the court while we look forward to his return to the team. All right, so there you have it. Uh, let me bring on Zach, who was a good sport, given that uh, you know I should have had him on the pod a long time ago. This is the first appearance on the pod, and I brought him on in less than desirable circumstances for his first episode. Uh, but here is good sport, Zach Hood. So for more, let's bring on ATL and 29's drug czar, Zach Hood. Wow. <laughs> quite the, quite okay. the title. To, to, to be fair, no. Zach is, uh, Zach for this season has been Peachtree Hoops number one or number two guy in the building at State Farm Arena for most game nights. Uh, really my favorite Peachtree Hoops person in the building on game nights. Shouts to Brad. Uh What's your official title? They make you like King of the North or something at Peachtree Hoops? What's your Peachtree Hoops title? Uh, I run the Instagram, but I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm like a a writer, staff writer, something like that. All right. So, yeah. So, go go follow Peachtree Hoops on Instagram, and Zach is the man running the account. Yes. Lots, of, lots of shoe stuff. Do I follow Peachtree Hoops? I probably should. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I do. do. I think I do. I just, it never shows up. Maybe you don't do much. Uh, I post when I'm at the arena or I haven't posted anything on the Collins thing yet. I just, it's like, I don't know where to go with this. I don't know if I want to like rub it in the fan base's face. No, you you don't want to do that. Actually, Um, maybe the reason I don't see your stuff on Instagram is because I'm like an 80 year old man using Instagram. So like, I just like to scroll Instagram and I don't really do the stories as much. Yeah, yeah, like I'll post an actual post when we release something, like some a feature or something. I usually don't 
post like game recaps on the no, actual feed. That just would be because bad. nobody yeah. wants to see that. Yeah. So I'll post stories from the arena and then maybe the occasional, you know, picture, but like like picture from the arena on the uh, actual page. But yeah, today is interesting and it's kind of on. Yeah, you should have been on the pod before this, and I apologize for dragging you in now. It's all good. Happy to <laughs> make my debut under any circumstance. There's going to be lots of awkward circumstances. Like, and I was thinking about it this morning. It's like, you know, whatever the next media availability is for Lloyd Pierce and for John Collins, like, it's going to be weird, but nothing will ever, ever, ever top. And of course, it's, you know, apples and oranges, two different things, but like the Tabo thing was just freaking surreal. <laughs> like, that was yeah. just. No, yeah, this is definitely not. And at the time, we didn't know like what the facts were. Like we, there was no video yet. You know, when we first, you know, every when everything first happened, it was just bonkers. Yeah, I wasn't covering the team at the time, but that's definitely a different uh, thing because this is like, this is bad. But I mean, DeAndre Ayton had the same thing happen like two weeks ago, so it's not like no one's ever had this happen or yeah, no other it's team. It's not unprecedented. Really, yeah, like it's teams do have to deal with this stuff from time to time and. Um, it's unfortunate, but you know, whatever. I Next mean, the, man up. the only thing that really can come out of like the media availability for John is like, you know, where did it come from? Like, did somebody suggest it to you? Did somebody say, "Hey, this this will work"? Or do you buy it in a store? Like, how do you come across it? I mean, other than that, like, I don't think there's a whole lot to really get out of anything. Like, it happened, it's done, move on. That's like the only thing. Yeah, I think that's that sort of an outstanding about... question how he got it i mean that's kind of like i don't know like i'm not gonna ask from that if somebody really wants to like <laughs> try to like incriminate him further I, like I that's, mean, up, that's up to them but i'm not gonna like bark up that tree yeah i mean incriminates way too strong a word right i mean i don't, <laughs> yeah, don't think I, mean, it's, I just mean like in i don't think there was anything i don't think it was a federal felony or anything to have any of this yeah, stuff yeah i mean i mean with the league like yeah. i don't I don't know. I just like I don't know the rules and everything. Obviously, you can't have it in your system, but like, I don't want. I don't know. You might, there might be some trainer that's like doping up every power forward in the league, and like maybe that's something we need to uncover. But um, I don't know. This stuff is weird, and it's not that fun to cover. <laughs> but um, I mean, that is a thing, though. Like that would be a huge story. If, but I mean, I don't think Collins is going to be the one to give it to you. So. I'm not even sure that it, is it a huge story. I mean, to just no, say like if you found out a person like gave a, it to me or I bought it in a store because somebody NFL, said it was good. That Alex Gonzalez guy, everyone always or whatever his name is, Brady's trainer, because uh, like they've had a couple people get suspended and and Brady's laughing forever. So people always throw stuff around like you know it's not been proven for the record. Like people just say stuff, but like I don't want to like I don't know where I'm going with this, but I don't want to like. <laughs> I don't want to make John any more uncomfortable than he already is. I mean, I'm sure he's like really sorry, and the, it's really the type of thing where it's like you just hope it doesn't happen again, and you know, yeah. See you December 23rd. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a long 25 games. It's like the hardest 25 game stretch of the season. Yeah, there's a few mixed in there. I think there's like eight games in there where they'll probably have a chance to be favored. Like, but wow. Uh, maybe not eight because they have to go to Chicago, but they have the Hornets. Uh, Brad, Brad put it somewhere. I mean, if if they play like I expect them to play without John, 
I think you know what might have been games where they were favored. Uh, yeah, no, you're. They're right. not going to be right. games where they're favored. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. They do have the Knicks, the Bulls at home tomorrow, and then they have to go up to Chicago at Charlotte, and then Warriors and Kings at home. And Warriors should come soon enough, where even though they don't have Collins, Trey Young will still be the best player on the floor, probably. So, I don't know. I'm not saying they'll be favored, but I'm saying they'll have like yeah. a good shot to win Knicks, Bulls twice, Hornets, Warriors, Kings. And the rest of it is brutal. And, yeah, it, it'll be a welcome sight on December 23rd to have John back. I think that one's against Cleveland. So That one they should be favored in. Yeah, I mean... Barring All-Star Kevin Love's reemergence. All right, so let's play let's play a math game. Professor. Uh, John Collins is averaging thirty-two minutes a game this season. Who's playing those thirty-two minutes? How many get added on to Jabari? How many go to somebody else? What's the distribution of those thirty-two on average? These figures. Jabari's playing. 25 right? right so i would say he probably goes to like 28 maybe 29 i don't think they'll push jabari into the 30 minute threshold i think they might beyond. go 230 i don't think yeah, they go might. much beyond it i i think jabari like i know it's crazy but i to say but i don't think jabari's role is going to change as much as people think he's going to play more with the starters that's inevitable but i like think he'll be, he'll finish games more yeah yeah too. i was about to say he'll close every game now yeah and i think that'll be his extra like four minutes mm-hmm. and the rest of the game I mean, you might see him a little quicker off the bench if things aren't, you know, if they're not scoring or if Young is being trapped every possession or whatever. But um, I think Hunter slides to the four a lot, and I think he's already playing a lot of minutes. So to answer your question, I think Carter, uh, Vince, he gets at least five more minutes a game. But there's going to be some. What's he playing now? Not much. I think it's like 10. All right, let's see. And it's probably like a weird distribution to get to that 10, right? Like if you look at this, are there, did he have yeah, Vince, so Vince PCDs? Plays, Vince plays, so Vince is playing 13 right now, actually. God, my God, so Vince's pl- player page is so long that I can barely scroll to his game logs on basketball reference because like yeah, the, the bar like, slides away before I can get the cursor over to the end of the 22 seasons. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> bad like when... <laughs> Vince's basketball reference page like slowed my internet down. So, <laughs> so much stuff on it. Come but, on, I can't open it. Jeez. All right, here we go. All, all right, right, it's thirteen point six. Oh, I got it. Um, but he's got yeah. like three tens and two eighteen. You know, two in the sixteen to eighteen. Oh, yeah, range. I think I think you'll see a lot of those eighteens. Yeah. Now. Okay. And obviously, he's not going to play back to backs probably. But so the nights we have back to or the nights they have back to backs now, Bruno is probably going to be a guy that gets like 20 minutes on a back-to-back. I mean, there's just no way around it, right? Yeah, I mean, in the preseason, they're like, we're playing Bruno at four just to get him some minutes, and now that experience may come in handy. I don't know if they'll have to play him at four, but it's just like, there's... I think he'll get like, like not... It won't be the majority of his minutes, but I think it'll happen from time to time. Fourth quarter of a not-that-close game. (laughs) But... Right. Um... I just think like those minutes, like until John had played 109 possessions at center, I think Bruno steals some of those for sure. Like that one third of the time Collins was playing center. Yep. I don't know. Like I feel like now the season is not lost, but it's like obviously your expectations are adjusted. 
I think it's kind of time to just like throw Bruno out there a little bit more and like get him a little more comfortable may let him make some mistakes because you don't have the luxury of plugging in like a 20 point per game guy and being like, Hey, watch the, you know, like you don't yeah. have that right now. So, and they don't have Evan Turner either, which is like, no, the this next weird one, four hybrid is just like, he wasn't there when they needed him at backup point guard. And now he's not there when they needed him at backup power forward. Yeah, no, he is definitely, I don't know his Achilles pain or whatever. Like, yeah. So, and, and go listen to the last, uh, couple of ATL and 29 pods I think we've got some audio of uh you know Pierce talking about that and I don't know it's it sounds serious you know he's pretty grave when he talks about it it's not he doesn't sound like oh yeah it's, it should be sometime soon no it's like we're being careful like he has Achilles pain it's Achilles pain uh so we're gonna be careful uh, Vince is, is one depressing. for 16 from three this season yeah, he's he's a great shooter. I like. I don't worry about that. No, I know. That's why I'm, I'm expecting like three or four threes tonight. <laughs> like he might have a bad season compared to last season. That I could totally see. But yeah, thirty. But it's not like oh, he needs to get in the gym and figure out his shot. Like he's basically a shooting coach. So just, I mean, he just knows what to off, do. Like Pierce's tendency. So he started. Collins missed like almost, like twenty games last year. Relatively, I think it might have been like twenty one. But. Right. So Vince started nine games last year. So I don't, I don't know. I think Vince is going to get the kind of thing where he starts and he plays like four minutes and then they'll blend like Reddit or Reddish might start, but they'll blend someone who didn't start in with Trey. And then they'll kind of like bring Vince back at the end of the quarter without Trey. Cause they just really need like stability on the floor right now. And if you're going to start your three best players, like most teams do like young like three best active players, Young, Hunter, and Kevin Herter, then you're going to need some, like, just, like, savvy and presence on the bench unit. And I think that's... Herter hasn't it. been good lately. <laughs> yeah, but, like... I mean, I expect he will to, be. He's just coming back, hard. but... They have to get him going, and yeah. they have to have the mindset that he's going to be one of our best players. And yep, they, they, that's just the way it is for now. I mean, if he's terrible the whole season, we can readjust. But for now, we have to just, like, assume they're going to force him into, like, a, bit, a major role and expect him to kind of deliver on some of the stuff he showed last season. But we're still missing some minutes, though, right? Like, if Collins yeah. is playing 32, you've given me uh, 10 to Bruno, 8 to Vince, 4 to... Wait, Jabari. 4 to Jabari. Okay, so that's, like, 22. So we still we still got 10 to throw out there. Uh, Damian Jones probably gets... Oh, my goodness. Okay. Probably gets five more minutes. Yeah. At least. Yeah. All right. And then, and then there's still um, five. Yeah, I'm like thinking. Cam Reddish oh. somehow, or maybe DeAndre Hunter. Like, he's been on a minutes restriction, and they've said, you know, it's 30 where it used to be 25. Like, he's playing 25. I think he, he might yeah, be up near 30 now. Yeah. I think he's so, going to play more. So that's it. There's yeah, our 32. I, I, think, I think that was happening anyways, but yeah. this is a natural way for it to happen. Oh, yeah. That's so right. He's he, averaging 26.8. Right. And I think he was going to 30 anyways, but yeah, you're right. That'll be the natural yeah. way. I mean, if you look at so his game block, he's probably there already. Like, so the I think last we game. still need to add five minutes, though, because now that's five minutes. You no. see what I'm saying? Like, if Hunter's, playing five, so. if Hunter's playing five more minutes at power forward or something, then now there's five minutes available on the wing. I don't know. I mean, we're kind of going off of his average, which is like 26. Yeah. So if he, yeah. he he probably will go to 30. He might even go to 32. 
someone like, else who can play maybe reddish positions. gets a couple i think bimbry will yeah, go up true. a little bit yeah from bimbry's probably go from 25 to 28 because he's just good like he's just better than the other people on the team so is he good i mean he is he just does a lot of stuff. Like, but I know they're always like, worse with him on the floor. Like, you notice him, and it's like, ooh, he got a steal. Ooh, he drove the lane. Some somehow the the turnovers or the shooting or I don't know. It just like they're consistently worse with him on the floor, which is just concerning because he does look good. Yeah, he's active, and that can be misleading. It doesn't necessarily always. It's not always great to be wild and active, but. I just feel like he's someone that has the trust of the coach and like he's a veteran. Yeah. And if you're going to put anybody in an uncomfortable spot, like I think Bembry is a guy you could, you could put Bembry a power forward. In Actually, lineups. I honestly think he might. We mentioned, we, we, we went through the list like Vince, Bruno, uh, and so on. But I, I, maybe Damian Jones doesn't get a big minutes boost. I could, I could see it going more to Bembry than to Damian Jones, even just with some shuffling. Yeah. I mean, there's some audio. You, pro- I think we probably, I think we were both standing there when he said it, but because someone asked him about what it's like to be matched up, I think it was after the Orlando game. They were like, you started on this on someone, and then you're guarding Jonathan Isaac. And Bembry has always said since I've been covering the team that he doesn't view himself as someone that really has a position. He's just a basketball player, and he even brought up, he's like, I could play power forward, I could play point guard, and like obviously you're not going to run him out there against every team's power forward. Like, LaMarcus Aldridge is not a good matchup. <laughs> but there are going to be times where, like, Rudy Gay is playing power forward, and DeAndre Bembry can guard Rudy Gay. So don't overthink it, you know? Like, Does this, uh, does this change the season objective? Uh, no, because I think they were going to lose a lot of these games anyway. I think they could, they could be 12 and 18 and, like, three games out of the eight seed. So you think it's still just try to get to the try to get to the eight seed? I mean, if you're the if, if it's me, like random guy in Atlanta, I want the number one pick. But if I'm the Hawks, I, I'm I'm not gonna change my mindset three games or five games into the season. Like, you can't run your team that way. You have to play hard and try to win every game, and you just have to have the mindset. Hey, we could look up and be you know, thirteen and seven. You don't know. Like you just you just have to play it out. And then Collins comes back like two months before the All Star break. So I just think it's early. Do you think that they might change that part way? Like, I mean, because it seems like, I don't know. What do you, you think, look at though? the, you look at you like the on off numbers. Yeah, I know. But like, what do you maybe you, you just have to play and try to win. And if you lose, you lose. And I, I mean, if don't you lose the incentive to get the eight seed, maybe you play Bruno more. Maybe you play Cam more. You know, some, 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 you play some of the young guys who aren't necessarily. Uh, well, I think Bruno and good Cam basketball product at the moment. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Like that, that's what I was saying about Bruno. Like if they don't have an option, that if no one, like for example, if Damian Jones is playing and like he's a little older than Bruno, if he's playing and he's not doing well, and the results aren't there, like you might and you, you what is there to lose with Bruno playing? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like just just play him, and if the results bad either way, then Bruno and Cam and Guys like that will will get the benefit of the doubt. So it definitely could change, and probably will if they fall apart, like a little bit on the West Coast. But I just think, as far as like the way Pierce has seemed to approach things, like especially in the locker room, like what Schlenk and Pierce talk about may be different than what Pierce and the players talk about. But I think as far as Pierce is 
Which I mean, any coach has to try to win for sure. Yeah, so I just think for now it's like people got to step up, and I expect to hear like those exact words tonight at five forty-five, and you know, like I just like it is what it is. Yeah. No, I mean I asked just because the Hawks have been bad without John Collins. Like, there's no other way around it. Like, you look at the no, beginning right. of last season, they were bad until John Collins got healthy. And you look at what happens when he goes off the court. Like I mentioned, Bembry splits being bad. I mean, he's probably playing without Collins a lot. Yeah, and um, Trey, because Bembry's dribbling around a lot of the time. He's in the game, too. For he sure. Pretty much, he pretty much plays every minute Trey's off the floor. Yep. So I think that, that's part of it. That's absolutely but, part of it. Um, The thing, I think they'll be better, though, than they were last year without Collins, just because Trey is so much better. I mean, Trey is going to get you to 100 points most nights with or without Collins. So if the defense is, like, not horrendous like if it doesn't fall off obviously it's going to fall off even if con stayed from what it is now right it's it's pretty good right now but Uh as long as it doesn't just go like like they go from like top eight or whatever they are right now to like bottom five if they go like to the bottom five in like two weeks then like yeah you'll you'll kind of see like okay this is they're back in the nba seller but i'm not going to just assume they're one of those worst teams right now before i see it because i think Trey and Hunter, I mean, Hunter is, I don't know if he's just as good as Collins yet, but Hunter's getting pretty close to having an argument to be in the second best player on the team. And especially like one year fast forwarded from now, that'll be a real argument, I think. But um, yeah, we'll see. I don't think they'll be as bad as they were last year without Collins because they DeAndre Hunter is just a beast. He's very good. I agree with that. Um what do you make of the fact that you know you look at the statements and you know John Collins says in his statement something to the effect of I'm going to appeal and you know in Travis Schlenk's statement it's like yeah we talked to John you know and told him this wasn't good you know I, that's horrible paraphrasing but I mean it's just two two very different statements uh, I don't know it, <laughs> there's some discrepancy in those two statements. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just know. wonder. Like I mean, he'll be a free like agent it's... in a couple of years, right? I mean, mathematically, that's what his contract is. He's going to be eligible for an extension this summer, right? Yeah. So you think this impacts that? I have no idea, but I mean, it's it's worth asking the question, right? Yeah. No. I mean, I thought the same thing. I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, people are talking about a hundred million dollars for this guy, and like, if. I don't know. I don't know. The second offense is probably like, what, 50? I mean, I, yeah, I have to look at the CBA. Sorry. I'm ill informed. I mean, I don't, I don't know either. I, I just, it's, it's probably not 25 for the second offense, is my point. <laughs> I, I, I learned the pot suspensions covering Larry Sanders, but I, yeah, I don't know about these ones. Do they even test for that anymore? Yeah, I think if, if, if anybody gets a five game suspension, you know, it was, you know, it was like for their. It was pot, and you also know that it was like the second offense because the first one they don't suspend you for, and you yeah. don't even I know make like it public. Major League Baseball hasn't tested for pot in like 15 years. They do in the minors, but once you get to the majors and like have your veteran status, you don't have to take like recreational drug tests. I don't think. Wow. They test you for like amphetamines and stuff because that, obviously, but like I don't, I, like have you ever heard of a baseball player being suspended for pot? It doesn't happen. They don't even. I don't, I don't know anything about baseball. I'm just like, <laughs> I, go I Nats. Know, I just, like, 
But that's it. Yeah. yeah. Go nuts. That's a good time to be saying go nuts. It really but, was. Uh, that was a that was a fun postseason if you were a Nats fan. Probably not I many think people as as, listen to this pod. As far as the quotes, I just feel like it's awkward and like nobody really knows exactly what to say. I mean, where yeah, and part like, of it's the timing. Like I think John's statement came out first, and then probably a lot of conversations happened, and then Travis's statement came out second, later, and you know things change in hour two hours when the world or the world of the Hawks is on DefCon one. Uh, you know, there's probably some things that transpired and it's probably not that big a deal. The statements weren't the same, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I just feel like, I mean, Travis Slink was like a scouting guy. He probably never like went to a class where they taught him how to like handle a suspension. Hmm. Um, I mean, you probably, I mean, I guess probably like nobody as as does like, anything like that. They probably no, just see it. Like you probably PR just learn it on the job. For, yeah, it's a weird thing from PR standpoint. Like, I mean, he probably I learned lots of PR heart. stuff uh, dealing with Monte Ellis. Uh, yeah, that's true. There was a lot of, Mon- uh, like, was it, that was the moped thing happened when he was in Golden State? What did it? Or was that somewhere else? That was Golden State, wasn't it? I'm not sure. There was a lot of weird... I think there were a lot of weird things that happened on early in Travis's tenure in Golden State. And he probably learned a lot of good public relations techniques uh, during that era. He probably needed it less as they rose to prominence, but I bet early on uh, there was was probably a lot of hard knocks education going on there. Well, yeah, because everyone... um, I don't know. I just feel like everyone in PR, like this is like... I mean, maybe not the worst case. Like, this is obviously not, like, an Aaron Hernandez situation. But, like, just stuff like this is, like, just don't make it worse. Just say something. Oh, for sure. Just, it's not going to, like, whatever you say is not going to fix anything. Release your statement and shut up. And that's what makes tonight's game interesting is because Pierce has to come out and face the media. And uh, probably not John. Uh, So, it's weird that, that, you know, the head coach is, the head coach becomes the front man and, John probably won't speak to the media forever now because I I mean probably I don't know I don't know you, I don't know how that you works. You think Collins will be on the bench tonight? Oh no, I don't think so. Yeah, he's he his suspension is like so the details of the suspension. He's not allowed to be at the practice facility or anything, right? I have no idea. Again, I need to go look at the CBA. Yeah, yeah we we all do. I was is, I was not prepped for this this morning. Yeah, no, I wasn't either. I was at work and then. I was like halfway through. Like that's actually article. a good question to ask Pierce, and maybe we'll do that. You know, what, how, yeah. what's um, his allowed interaction with the team during the suspension? Let, yeah, because that's the other is. thing. Like, if he's not allowed to be around, then like December twenty third might be like uh, John Collins is on a twenty minute restriction game. You know, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. He won't. He won't come back playing thirty five minutes. So, I don't know. There's a bunch of questions that kind of raise up as you get into it but yeah it's all around just suboptimal am i missing anything we talked about (laughs) i are we uh we talked about the minutes we talked about the suspension we talked about rotation schedule prognosis i don't know are we missing anything i think we've kind of covered our bases but maybe i'm wrong Oh, no, I think that Trey Young guy is coming back tonight. I don't know if that matters. Yeah, I mean, obviously, actually, that, that, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because we, you know, buried in all of that news. imagine if he wasn't news. ready. But also, like, the Hawks got good news because yesterday, you know, 
Lloyd Pierce was saying over and over again, you know, and he said this for every player coming back from injury. Okay, he practiced today. We'll wait and see how his body reacts tomorrow. You know, every time they have that first big practice, he he's non-committal about what the what the status is going to be going forward because it's like, okay, he had his practice. Now we're going to see how his body reacts. And you know, he was officially listed as questionable yesterday because they hadn't seen that reaction yet. And he came off the injury list today. He's active for tonight. So, uh, you know, they did get good news in that department in that his body must have reacted the way they wanted it to. Is Trey Young on a minute restriction tonight? I asked questions to that effect and did not get answers yesterday. And again, that kind of led into the, we'll wait and see how his body reacts. Uh, so, yeah. So I asked Lloyd I, I that. I asked like... Trey that and got pretty much got no answers. But if I read between Trey Young's response, I do think he's going to play. Like, even though it's three games and four nights, I think he's playing all three. That's just I mean, me guessing so from what durable. his answer was. Yeah, I think I don't know. Someone in the in the piece of Slack kind of hinted like, you know, maybe he was never really at risk of missing that much time, and they were just being cautious with their expectations because it doesn't really seem like he was ever hurt that bad. I mean, he was walking around on the bench the next day. He's like running over the weekend, practicing Monday. I mean it. I just feel like it it really wasn't that like like it wasn't a bad injury obviously so I feel like he's probably good to go but yeah I mean he said that when he was in the back room he tried to do a calf raise and uh he said he almost fell over so I mean I do think he was hurt enough that you know there are some sprained ankles where the best I don't want to say the best but you know, playing on it really doesn't make it worse. It actually kind of keeps it, yeah, keeps it yeah. looser. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I won't. But I mean, there are times that I've played through a sprained ankle and honestly felt better than I think I would have if I just stopped. Uh, just because you're keeping yeah. the muscles loose and stuff. And I don't think this was that sort of thing that he could have played through because I do think he's a gamer. I think he's the kind of player that wants to just play all the time. He, if you let him play 48 minutes a night, he would. And I, I don't mean well, that also... as some sort of weird PR thing. Just, that is his approach. Like, he really likes basketball, and he wants to play a lot. Yeah, and he's a little guy. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't he's... really, like, put a lot of weight on his knees. Like, his knees shouldn't wear down near right. as fast as a big guy. So. He's not a leaper. Yeah, he, he's, he plays pretty, like, low impact. Like, he, he cuts hard and stuff, but he doesn't, like go up and like come down on people's ankle all the time or anything so i don't know but the fact that it was game four also just makes me think like all right let's not play him unless he's 100 percent because this guy is pretty important (laughs) so yeah they got lucky with the schedule and i'm pretty sure that he's had an adequate amount of time yet off he he was very buoyant yesterday in in his approach to to speaking with the media i think he's feeling great yeah, so, so there, there's tonight, your glimmer of hope. Would have been, Are you coming tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. All right, good. It would Somebody to sit between me and Brad. Thank God. I, I, always, <laughs> let Brad, I always let Brad sit next to you. <laughs> oh, it's your fault. All right, now I know oh, who to blame. I, I didn't know you hated it so much. All right, well, thank you for uh, for doing this on short notice and doing it under circumstances of duress your first time around. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, (laughs) I'll see you in, like, three hours. All right, see you soon. All right, see you, man. Bye.